0: TJ, we haven't said this in part two of this episode. What's the one rule about typing other people? Oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah, you, don't type you, other people.
1: <laughs> You're except for every single time we talk about anybody ever on our podcast.
0: Yeah. I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle.
1: I'm walking slow.
0: A map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado. And with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. And the fantastic Kelly Cook. And we are picking up our last episode. Into love songs with the ones.
1: Going into Hey Jude as the love song, though. Not the breakup song.
0: The so love song. I, I want to say, say two things to get into this. One, <laughs> if you haven't caught this already, dear listener, uh, our two one songs are going to both be McCartney songs. Uh, one is number eight on Rolling Stone's list of best songs ever, and one's number 13.
1: But sometimes it has been at number one. Hey Jude this, has been at number I, one num- in some lists.
0: Hey Jude and uh, Stand By Me go back and forth for me on the, the best song ever written, or the best song of the 20th century. Not your list. My list.
1: I'm saying there's been like there's music been, critics oh, who put Hey Jude number one. That's yeah, amazing.
2: Like, we, we did say this before, but like, McCartney himself said that a different song is the perfect song that he didn't right.
1: write. Which so. a one would say.
2: God Only
0: Knows. It's true. It was number 25, by the way, on Rolling Stones. What's number what? that. It was Like a Rolling Stone. And I don't know if Rolling Stone mm. magazine has a dog in the fight, but number one was Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, and then number two was I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the
1: Rolling by Stones. By the Rolling Stones. Oh. Hmm.
0: I don't know if that's like some secret under under the...
1: I disagree with <laughs> both of those. Let's move
2: on. I bet there's dark money involved in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in this <laughs> list. Big Rolling Stone. So if
0: you have not yet seen Pierre Jackson's Beatles film, Get Back, it's a treat, especially if you're a Beatles fan. But I watched the first episode, and I had always thought that Paul McCartney was a three, and that man walked into the room, and everything is one. For example, he starts complaining to the other three Beatles about how it's been five months since they released their last album with Hey Jude on it. And they needed to get on it and to start doing things again. And most of their breakup comes out of like, I'm watching myself and how I fry people in, in the endeavors Oppressive that we have.
1: never included. Never. I'm,
0: I'm super careful never to push these two beyond their lips. That is who he is. And one of the things that really stood out to me in watching, in looking through their catalog, because like, oh, well, here's our one. Because I've had a hard time finding just one songs in general. McCartney's love songs aren't very depthy when they actually, when he's actually singing about love. It's I Want to Hold Your Hand, Michelle, Michelle, My bell. That's not Prince. Right. You know. That's not the 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 the, the le- he's not unveiling himself, mm-hmm. and there's something about it's almost that fiveish quality of I'm not showing you my cards, mm, sure, but it's different for ones. Yeah, ones aren't showing you their romance because there is something that is it's uncomfortable, and it's you shouldn't be putting out the picture of your romantic life out into public. Yeah.
2: Shouldn't is the key word there. Yeah. Like it's, it's inappropriate. This is not for everyone else. This is only for my beloved. Yep.
0: Yeah. And if you were to go through McCartney's contributions to the Beatles catalog, I think that's what you see. You see very surface level stuff, except for when it's a breakup song, hmm. which we're going to get to. Or songs that are reinterpreted by others to say, well, this is actually about my romantic life which is exactly what John Lennon did with this song. Sure. John Lennon thought Hey Jude was about he and Yoko. Mm. And there's something about McCartney's writing that I, I, I think is just real interesting there. And so.
1: What is the one part of this song? Is it the about how you make it better?
0: I think the whole thing is has a, a strong one quality. So Hey Jude is about Julian Lennon. Mm. John Lennon was divorcing his first wife. He has a five-year-old. McCartney went out to their house. Apparently, it was a drive. On the drive out to their house, he's trying to think of what he's going to say to this family who's going to lose their father, and he wanted to make sure that they knew because they were part of the entourage. You know, They were part of the family, right. and they're getting kicked out of the Beatles, as it were. And he's going and he needs to say something to this family. And it materializes as a message to this five-year-old kid. And he changes the name from Jules to Jude. And so this is a message to a five-year-old who is experiencing the divorce of his parents. Hey, Jude. primary focus for ones is improvement primary focus for ones in terms of like there's pain that others are experiencing. How can I step into that space and elevate that's an energy. I think in a lot of ones, Mm -hmm. the move of letting somebody into your space and heart, I actually don't understand. I don't know who this person is. I don't know if he's saying that to the kid to, to accept your new stepmom. I'm not exactly sure how that's playing out, but certainly in terms of the romance side, I think a lot of people interpret this song as a, I need to put down my, my shields, uh, my barriers, and, and let this person into a more depthy place inside me. You guys got thoughts?
1: The reason it occurs to me that I can buy your argument that this is a one song is because it's not a romantic song at all it's not a love song in that way at all. And I think, hear me out, because in that way, it actually is. A lot of ones do not understand romance in the way that many other folks do. Mm -hmm. Romance would be, I'm going to take care of the kid, or it's about the whole family, or the world is falling apart. It is not, I mean, I can't speak for all ones, but it doesn't seem to me for the ones I know to ever be chocolates or flowers or even a song that you have as your song. It actually has to do with the entirety of the situation and being a part of that. Mm -hmm. And that like the, I don't know that the love is even that different. There's, there's limited love that ones have to give, but if you get it, you get it all and it's incredible and it's genuine and it's wonderful but there's not a lot of it, not because they don't like, they actually do love the world and they want to fix it. But as far as individual people go, there's only a few people who are going to get that. Mm -hmm. And so for whatever reason, he really loved this kid and this family. And to him, that's the exact same as a romantic partner, but not in a weird way. There's no difference in that, in this, here's a person I care about. They are hurting. I can't fix it. What can I do to fix it? I'll write this down. And so like you bringing this up does very much make it a one song. It's not, it's because there's no real understanding of how loves might be different.
2: I think it, it, it has to do with the, the, this song is not mushy feely. It's not hearts and chocolates and like my soul aches from needing you so bad. It's, Mm. it's you were in a circumstance And let me help guide you into being the best version of yourself within that circumstance, which is one's expressing love. Yeah. Like if if you know a one, the way that they love you is they try to make your life better and try to help you make your life better. Like that, that is love for them.
1: Or they really, they really care that your life is hard or that things are going wrong. They may not, have the capacity sometimes to help you make it better,
2: mm-hmm. or but but that's that's but they do they, really care and and they want to to be part of guiding you and and helping you in that path of movement. Yeah, there's a lot of directive in this, and there's like it it's instructive. It's it's here's how to improve your circumstances, yeah. and and like it's acknowledgement of. Of the place where you're at, and and its its directive of how to move forward, and I I think that that is very much a, a significant part of how one's express love.
1: Mm-hmm. And and again, I this is where I really wish I had studied Enneagram more to say things. So I'm just trying to think of ones, but I have a close one friend, and she is brilliant at not really letting things be about her, no matter what I ask mm-hmm. her, you know, how's your kid? She's good. How are this and this and six things about you? And that's actually very, very genuine for her sure. <laughs> to flip it on me. Yeah. She really does care how I am doing in my world and wants to know those things. And like the story that you told, like Paul McCartney is clearly crushed by this and not a single piece of this song is about him. Mm-hmm. And most of the other numbers make love songs about them in some way and they also make love songs about a single romantic partner that belongs to them and I just don't feel that anywhere in here but I can still buy your idea for love song and that is that if this family is broken the world is broken and then love is broken and maybe love isn't real so this family must be fixed for the world to be fixed for love to be real for me to be able to encounter love
0: yeah the to circle back or, around, ones aren't going to write love songs. If they do, it's going to come out as McCartney writing a a cheesy something he thinks is going to sell. Like that's who, that's what he's got. Hmm. He's not gonna he's not going to put out the thing that is most important to him for everybody else to consume. That's not that's <laughs> not the place.
1: Can I tell you a funny story? By the way, I feel like I'm getting ones horribly wrong for being married to one, <laughs> but I do want to tell you a funny story that backs this up, which was on our wedding day, we did many of the traditions, like don't see each other before <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And including that we wrote our vows, like kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember exactly why we did this, but Jeff's best man brought me his vows and my maid of honor brought him my vows, to which I bet he didn't even look mine over. Just to be honest, he not not that he didn't care, he just didn't look. And I read his vows and I handed them to my maid of honor, Jessica. And I'm like, "You go tell Jeff that these are terrible and they don't, they're not what we're <laughs> supposed to do and they're not whatever." And she just comes back in like four minutes later, just really quiet. She's like, "He says they are vows, <laughs> and that if you look it over, you'll see <laughs> that they." They are exactly what he wants to say, and they mm-hmm. work. And I don't have a clue what they said at this moment. Yeah. Not even, sorry, not even an idea, but whatever they were, were so much more genuine mm-hmm. than what I thought vows were supposed to be. I'm sure about that. They were more heartfelt and complex. And so they did not read down like a, you know, I promise to. Right. What's
0: the official term for calling canon language? <laughs> Because that's what Pretentious?
2: they were. I mean,
0: <laughs> that's what they were. They were they were highfalutin.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's um, eight syllable, like it, because there's there's an, a a properness and appropriateness. Like like you're you're writing vows that you, this is the thing that you were going you are promising to. F- to someone who you are expecting to spend the rest of your life with and they need to carry a certain weight, a certain gravitas, a certain level of appropriateness and and like they they need to be right. Yeah. And that is only by the defin- by the standards of the one. Like that like it's it's not there there's there's there isn't a website, there isn't like someone in a in a in an office somewhere who's writing the rules for how vows are supposed to be. It's, it's the perspective of the one viewing this thing saying, this is what's right. And this must be done this way. And, and the reason that vows written by a one would come up, come across as I'm guessing clinical is not that <laughs> far from reality. And, and like, <laughs> I would also guess that there there wasn't a ton of heart in them because that's not what they were for that it w- it was about the promises and about a lifelong like like there's a seriousness to what this is and in the same way that for threes feelings are messy for ones feelings are not appropriate that's why it is
1: I would imagine it probably was more there was a lack of cliches.
2: Thank goodness.
1: <laughs> but I guarantee you my vows were thinking about everyone else in the church mm-hmm. who was hearing them, not Jeff. Yeah. Promise you that. And so.
2: and Jeff was only thinking about ye- him and you. Yes. And, and what is appropriate for vows yeah. in that setting. and And for the same reason, ones don't write love songs that share their heart. That's it.
0: I have a question for you because... So there is a lot of language here that I bet people do interpret, and perhaps a whole lot like uh, No Woman, No Cry. That is, I'm going to read this in a romantic light. Mm-hmm. I bet you that's going on here as well. Yeah. Why is this the number one song in the minds of so many?
1: Because, and this is a very one thing, because ones do speak a lot of wisdom when people can get past the, for, forgive me for just being bold, but the arrogant wall of oneness sometimes ones come across very badly. And those who know ones very well know that actually they don't mean to. In fact, like I, (laughs) one of my most painful experiences, because I know many ones is the look on their face when people are upset with them. It's, it's not pain in the same way. It's like genuine surprise. Mm. It's like getting kicked in the shins and not understanding why somebody just kicked you in the shins that you really care about. Because ones, as we talked about in the previous episode ones have thought through all the things for your sake. And they've, they've, for a long time, they've really worked on this issue and now they have brought it to you. And if you disagree with them or you don't understand how they're saying it, or if they say it too bluntly, they're really hurt Mm -hmm. by that. And so if a one writes a song, it doesn't surprise me at all that the whole entire world relates to it, Mm -hmm. thinks they have a personal connection with it thinks of it as their song. One of the huge successes of Paul McCartney is he's actually found his way of communicating and it's only through song. He's pretty bad at it on the Beatles documentary with his pals because he gets in there and he's too demanding and he's too bossy. And they should get him for the amount of time they've spent together and the amount of work they have done together, but they often do not get him And what they don't realize is what I think a lot of people don't realize about ones is that the one has worked really hard on it and they truly mean no harm when they're doing things right and well for you, but they're not good spokespersons for their own ideas. Mm -hmm. Often they come across the wrong way. They're not politicians or diplomats. That's a waste of time. And Mm -hmm. it's also kind of a lie. And so they don't know how to present their ideas often, but Paul McCartney actually did find his way. And so I think the whole world is like, that's my song. That's a song I have a connection to. That's a song I turn up loud in my car, and I sing, and I feel a feeling about it. And I'm Jude, or I'm the person that you need to get under your skin and connect to, or I'm the person who's worrying right now, or I'm the person who's afraid. All the things he addresses are actually brilliantly done because ones at their best are able to give these huge gifts to the world.
2: I also... I also think like, just sort of expanding on that and adding another facet to that same idea is that that when ones are able to share from their genuine heart, they share something universal that speaks in a way that when they're trying, doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like, what's some of the love songs that he actually tried to write? That are not breakup songs. Yeah.
0: It's the early stuff.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that sort of stuff. A lot of like, I appreciate the Beatles, and I hate their early stuff. She loves you, yeah, yeah. I hate it. It's a garbage song. <laughs> Eight days a week is nonsense, and I it like makes it. me so frustrated. I like that. I want to hold your hand. Makes me want to shoot myself. <laughs> I hate <laughs> no. the early Beatles stuff. Clean, 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 n- efficient. Like yeah. it, it. Did the job that exactly it's supposed to do and it did it well. Yep. And I hate that music. And Hey Jude comes from his actual heart, and now it's a universal experience. Yeah. So like like this is this is a superpower that ones are completely unaware that they have is when they are able to share their actual heart, it it speaks so much more thoroughly to people than like doing it the right way
0: to dress it up in the, a lot of these songs end up having this element, uh, that the composition itself has a ton of one going on. It's an individual on a piano to begin. I'm going to do this job. I'm going to, in fact, carry the world on my shoulders is a line in this, mm-hmm. this. And as you were saying, it's a very prescriptive song. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to start. Direct, there is an invitation to intimacy with the fact that it's a, you know, if you, if you watch, uh, there's, a, there's a video of him recording this song and he's just staring dead center at the camera, just singing it down. Encouragement, the, um, there's an empowering nature here that's different from the Lizzo song, different from the Gloria Gaynor song. This is the way that ones, you know, elevate others. And then the song builds. By the end, and you'll know this, the outro to this song, which by the way is set up with the word better, 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 yeah. Might be a focus for we'll one. <laughs> launches out with a 36-piece orchestra. And it's like, I'm taking you from here to there. We're we're gonna rise. We're gonna we're gonna move this thing into a place that is filled. With overtones and swirling and power and just like the nine that's creating the space that's calm, this is the one that's creating the excellently executed orchestral experience that enraptures everyone. But I'm gonna take you there. I don't wanna it, it's not like a four that it's beautiful. I think for the one it's very much I'm gonna I'm going to hit you with force and power eventually. Mm but it needs to be done well so that it's earned yeah. and that's where and, that, and that's where this one gets to yeah. also notice it, it is uh, it's an individual Hey Jude but at the end just like No Woman No Cry it's we're all gonna sing this together
2: Even that, though, I'm not sure that that's intentional in a way of, like, the narrative doesn't change. I think it, it, it still speaks to the idea of, like, like this becomes a universal experience.
0: That's more, and I mean, this is, yeah. I think, I would actually, love your thoughts on this, Kyle. This is the difference between intuitively taking in the world and relationally taking in the world there is connection that is almost physical in that outro. That, mm-hmm. Like you feel the, the fact that everyone is singing together in that space. I love going to church services with thousands of people, and it's because of the bodies in the room. And I know a lot of people don't like that, and it's, there's a lack of relationship there. And that would be – I feel that in this song.
1: Like all one things that ones do, I think (laughs) it's for, it's they make it for someone else, but it's actually for themselves if they can see it. Mm. And so, ones, because of the constant misunderstanding and idealism, are often very lonely. And so, to end a song with a big sing along chorus, like so much of this is him telling Jude, don't you're not alone. You don't have to be alone. Here's how to not be alone. And at the end, they're not alone. And that's for Jude, but it's, it's probably just as much for Paul McCartney.
0: Don't carry the world on your shoulders is the primary message one's need yeah. to hear, And it's just, it's stated twice.
2: And realistically, how, how, how much do you need to save that to a five-year-old boy. <laughs> exactly right. Like yeah. like, yeah. Paul wrote this song to, to Julie and Lennon, but but really he was writing it to himself. But
1: he wouldn't, I would say he wouldn't know that. Oh, absolutely. He not. would not know nope. that about himself. Because no otherwise it wouldn't come out this way.
2: Correct. Moving to the
0: breakup songs, what ends up happening with McCartney is when he's in stress, he then starts talking about his inner life and this is where some of his better songs come out and it's We Can Work It Out. Notice how this is a repair song.
1: <laughs> we just try to see it my way.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so just, all day long. Did you long. even think about that? All day I mean, <laughs>
0: we can read down all the lyrics. These are the heart. That's great. Blackbird. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. Just these repair 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 kind of moves and of course his song that's best of this sort is yesterday yesterday is a past focus song and he has moved to four and he's using the tools at four to articulate what's going on in his heart
3: yesterday all my troubles seem so far away it looks as though
0: That's the intro. The rest of the song is very self-critical.
3: Hmm. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. There's a shadow hanging over me. Oh, yesterday came suddenly. Why is she?
0: critical
2: self-critical self-critical
1: and a lack of self-awareness
2: Ooh, yes. self-critical because, and yeah. lack of awareness at the same time
1: I I yep. don't know why <laughs> she wouldn't say if she, I mean for a lot of folks if she left you would know why and he's genuinely not sure right cuz she didn't tell him right so
2: but also he said something wrong y- you know why it cuz the okay <laughs> I think
0: you're spot on I think that exposes the heart of a one yeah two other lines that just go very much with the one heart is that love was such an easy game to play it's action focused it's very much about you know I am what I do and this is we have this relationship it's 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 that sort of event and when it doesn't work I need a place to hide away there's a withdrawal
3: mm-hmm. I need a place to hide away oh I
1: I'm not trying to move on too fast, but I do feel one piece that was missed out of these ones was the anger side of ones. And mm. I just wanted to throw in one more maybe breakup song or at least I, I actually think this song is probably more of a four song, but here's a piece of it is The Boxer by Simon and Garfunkel. Mm. At the end, the, like kind of the big piece of the song that really explains what's going on with him is in the clearing stands a boxer, stands a boxer a fighter, the fighter
3: by, his by his train. and he carries the reminders of every glove that laid him down or cut him till he cried out in his anger and his shame. I am leaving, I am leaving, but the fighter still remains. Clean.
1: I think that's a very one way to see the end of a relationship. Yeah, true is. There's the action oriented. I'm a boxer and I fought my best, and I still absolutely lost. And like I was, I cried out in rage and I walked away, but not all of me could leave it behind Mm -hmm. and so I think that could really work
2: a part of me is forever still here yeah yeah
1: and that song is certainly not a romance song of breakup or not breakup in any way but that fits with the one theme as well as processing your whole life and all your failures I mean he's so lonesome he goes to the whore zone and finds comfort for one moment in that song which a one would know would be a failure but they would be that lonely and they would totally in their in a low moment really have a moral issue come up for them
0: of all things I heard exactly the opposite he's endured the suffering and therefore he's won. he's earned mm-hmm. whatever the thing is this can be nine-ish and one-ish and on some it's very body oriented it's like I have gone through the gauntlet mm-hmm. and come out on the other side I suppose eights can go there too. It's probably type of insurance. like I have suffered so much in in one through that process.
1: This song is all about losing, which I know we're not going into that song. But this song is all about, in my opinion, a one who loses and loses and loses mm-hmm. no matter what he does mm-hmm. correctly to try to not lose, and he really tries to do everything correctly. And he can't hear anything that anyone else is saying to him.
0: Mm. Love it. We started with the twos in our whole deep dive into love and we'll end with the twos. Woo! There are some great two love, love me songs. Some, love
1: me some twos.
0: On the high side, it cannot get higher and more bubbly, heartfelt than two love songs. And I found no songs more crushing than the two breakup songs. So that's where we're ending. Yeah. Uh, Appropriately the song- so. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, this is again... If it wasn't mentioned before, this was a Kelly Cook recommendation. The love song is Ain't No Mountain High Enough from Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. Excellent. They didn't. This was just a performance. They didn't write this song. This was written by some of those folks who were, you know, in a closet somewhere smoking cigarettes trying to churn out sure. some Motown gold.
1: And they did. It's <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, mission accomplished. <laughs>
0: Know why,
3: baby?
1: Why am I always the one singing on <laughs> this?
2: Because you're willing cause, to. Because there's a microphone
1: in front of my face.
0: The way I'm gonna connect. The way I'm going to connect with you is I'm going to give all the love that you could possibly need. Mm -hmm. You want to know why? Because there ain't no mountain high enough. My love is going to surpass all these things.
1: What I also love is it's it's not hidden at all. (laughs) I'm not pretending like I won't give you the love or do ridiculous things to give you the love. I will just let me lay it out for you. Would you like me to lay in front of this train for you that yes, I, will I, will, I will do it. I will that. happily do that for you. Yeah. And I want to make it clear that you'll never have to doubt that I will do that.
2: Yeah. Uh, I also really like that. It's a duet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. Like,
2: like it's, it's not just, I will do anything for you, but also come sing this song
1: with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. The less familiar part is remember the day I set you free. I told you, you could always count on me, darling. Like this is when twos are not taking care of themselves, which is an easy thing for two to do because they take care of everyone else, especially the one that they love, is that even if we're not together or you don't want me, I'm still going to behave this way for you. And when I have had I'm embarrassed to tell you I've absorbed some of this unhealthiness from twos in the way that like they will also put that love towards their friends Mm -hmm. if they're not in a good spot to have some self-protectiveness, which they think is like a swear word and understand that there can be boundaries and that there are folks that you should get just as much love back from Mm -hmm. (laughs) as you give. But that line about like, you don't even have to do anything for me. As you both know, my best friend is a two and I just, I want to protect that two-ness and say, please, please, please don't feel like you have to give everything to everybody all the time. And luckily she's healthy and self-actualized and has an eight for a wife, which Perfect. helps a lot. Yeah. So shout out to eight wives. Um, <laughs> but that is just, you know, that's a place of like the twos are going to take such good care of you that they will almost blind you to the fact that they are doing it at their absolute own peril and mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy the love and affection and the treats and the care. And, it's
2: nice to be doted on.
1: And they will act like they don't need it. Because, I mean, in that, so this is, song is so that. Yep.
0: I don't know that another type could say this next line. All of that, but the middle there of the overwhelming power of my love that they feel, mm-hmm. like they're very aware this is the thing that they have, and it's almost it's gonna get unleashed. It has salvific properties. Mm. It can set people free, apparently <laughs> that seems unique to the heart of a two,
2: yeah,
1: and I think I think twos would be just fine to express this in all the ways they want it if the world wasn't broken and people didn't take so much advantage of it or expect it to the point where they get beat down or worn Mm. out or sad that they're not getting it back. Cause this is, I mean like, doesn't everybody want that friend slash lover to say this? I hate the word lover, by the way, Slacks. (laughs) I I hate slacks. I hate (laughs) moist (laughs) panties. (laughs) There's our shouldn't all go together. I don't think. And lover, I hate that word. It's fair. I, I think everyone would like to have this said to them. You know, that you ha- like, you this don't is, have to worry this about... This is
0: terrifying to me, actually.
2: This is exactly... Yeah, I bet there's some types that are like... Eh, maybe it's because maybe I didn't have pillow. to earn it. Right?
1: <laughs> I didn't earn this. You're going right. to be there for me no matter what. I didn't earn it. Right. And so... yeah.
0: Last word on this song?
2: I got nothing else to add.
0: The most cutting song I think on our list is this next one. I didn't know it, except for the great Jess Yarbrough said... This is the song. This is my two song. And it's The Giving Tree by the Plain White T's. This is based on a Shel Silverstein uh, poem. This is, again, a song that's a breakup song in a major chord, and a major key. And it's, the chorus is just cutting. I mean, the whole thing's cutting.
1: Yeah, I listened to it today. Oh. I hadn't heard this one either, but it is. Honey. All the leaves on the
3: giving tree, how?
0: That's heart center. That's how I connect with the world. And I'm, I've experienced the world, and it has done something to me. So much of my energy is about what the other person is doing in the chorus. If all you want- Motive. Yeah, that's just all mm-hmm. crushed motive. Yeah,
1: the Giving Tree was a book that my grandma gave out to lots of people, mm-hmm. and they actually even read it at her funeral. Oh, and I know I love that. It's gorgeous. It is beautiful, except for it's a really abusive book. No, and I'm yeah. sorry that I'm wrecking this, but like, it's not. There is a beautiful piece to it, and I actually think that. By our own volition, we should give as much of ourselves as we can and really be self sacrificial. And so there's great pieces of it. But it took me till years later to realize that, like, people cutting you down to absolutely nothing is just not, it's not okay. And so, but we do celebrate it, which is one of the reasons I think that twos get so edified by society when they are so giving Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not trying to knock on trees but it's not okay to cut off all of somebody's branches and all of their trunk and then sit on them when they're dead and it's not okay right and so on one end like i have a huge fondness for this i love shell silverstein it needs to not hold up is the problem it needs to have there can be lessons in that but the idea of the giving tree needs to not hold up from either side from a tree that would allow itself to be totally torn down or someone who would be the perpetrator of that because part of it too is the little boy grows older and older and he doesn't learn or do any better yeah, so she mature. actually doesn't do him any good because right. he never his happiness is so shallow and she's allowing it and but it can feel really good and it i mean that book I I promise you many of us have it in their houses and now you're unsubscribing to around the circle and you hate my guts and it's fine. I'm not coming back for another episode. So there's, a, there's a
0: punchline on this one.
1: Yeah. What is it?
0: Well, the punchline is that Shel Silver seeing a Jewish man was write, writing a book about his experience of God.
1: Hmm. And that I think is incredible in a way, but we hand it out to people at graduations and birthdays. Yeah. And, and I, I agree.
2: agree. Yeah. Self-sacrificial love is something to be celebrated it's it's yeah. a beautiful thing that changes the world and also it's not appropriate to encourage self-sacrificial love that's only one-sided yep. like there there's like if if the boy and later the man and later the old man was giving up like if there was a give and take in this relationship there would it it would yeah. we wouldn't be having this conversation. Or
1: if the man, instead of, you know, he builds his own house, his own boat, his own whatever, he really, that I can recall, doesn't do anything for society. He doesn't make something for the world out sure. of the tree. Yeah.
0: I think you're spot on. Yeah. By the way.
1: like, yeah. And so the, here's here's my point, because, again, I know that there are, are probably people who are, like, spitting on the ground about the ruining of the giving tree. But... There are some numbers, threes included, that need to hear it's not about you and you need to be more self-sacrificial and you need to look outside yourself and you need to do that as a constant practice. Mm -hmm. But there are some some numbers when you celebrate that, you are really hurting them. And I would think particularly of twos and sixes that I could just manipulate my two and six friends sometimes all the way into burning themselves absolutely out for me and that would be evil to do.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And so celebrating it is wrong to do because the context can be so off the same way celebrating success at all costs like Americans like to do Mm -hmm. can be wrong. Or, you know, I'm really I hate the word self-care because I think it has gone from you're genuinely having a lot on your plate and you've done a lot and you take a day mm-hmm. <laughs> or a couple days or a vacation, or whatever thing to every single day, it's about me. Mm-hmm. And I better have seven practices of self-care every day because I'm the most important. It's like, what it is, is it's overboard. Yeah. If the giving tree, that's not a good story, but if it stops with you cut off some branches, then it's like more reasonable. <laughs> right. But the problem is, is the boy doesn't grow or learn anything and the tree is dead. hmm <laughs> it's
2: it's a tough, so tough song. Yeah. This is not the first time I've heard the giving tree as an excellent rep, like as a, as a, as something that twos need to pay attention to because the giving tree, the story and this song is that they're an excellent representation of one of the most important pitfalls for twos, which is yep. is giving themselves without, and, and letting other people take advantage of that giving and like the codependence that goes along with that and, and letting other people burn you. And in the context of relationships, like when you give yourself entirely over to another person who only takes that, it's only ever going to end badly.
1: Yeah. And I think instead of just, I want to just stretch this out a little bit, instead of just twos as victims of this, I also want to say that twos need to understand that a long time ago when we were reinventing church and reinventing church, we've done it like 15 times, (laughs) one for every year. I kept saying, we need to make all the food for everyone and have all of this set up for everybody and all of that set up for everyone. And what I didn't realize was people are really let down when they can't build something Mm. with you. So you might want to be a great host, and that's a lovely thing to be. And there are occasions when it's good to be a host. For example, if someone is really in suffering or mourning and you're not, I think that's a totally fine time to just not make anything about you and pour yourself out. But the wrong instinct is to say, I will give everything, and that will make someone so happy. But people aren't happy when they don't build and they don't create. And I Mm -hmm. think that this might be just an issue that's going on with us in the whole world in the last two and a half years that we've been really stifled in what we can build, and what we can create and what we can contribute to. So what we've instead done is turn inward and towards all this self-care and selfishness and we're super dissatisfied. So on one end, we can victimize twos, but also twos need to let everybody also contribute and also build and also be a good friend mm-hmm. because I am so much happier with my two friend now that our relationship is much more equal mm-hmm. yep. and she's much, much healthier and, and all those things. I love having that because I'm not feeling constantly. Like, oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't help. I didn't. That's a a bad feeling to have that I'm not really a part of it, and you're giving me everything.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's solid.
1: I like your other choice down here too.
0: We should write a book on on people's uh, moves and addictions, uh, taking them down some some dark paths. That's a great idea.
1: Do you say this every podcast?
0: Wait, you, didn't say. Are it in you the last judging self promotion?
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm appreciating it. <laughs> Only
0: recently. Well, let's land on a good song. Let's, let's 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 land on a good love song. Great. This is a two song. Do you know who wrote "Make You Feel My Love"? You mean it wasn't Adele?
2: <laughs> Google thinks it's Adele.
0: <laughs> I actually went for the lyrics, and it says Adele's song. Huh. This is actually a Bob Dylan song.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Written sure. recently 1997. It's one of the most... Recently, that was like
2: 25 years ago.
0: Recently in terms of uh, it has been covered on albums 450 oh, sure. times.
2: Yeah. Because that's not at all surprising to me.
0: It is a recent uh, classic. It's uh, it's of that sort.
2: Actually, I think a few of the artists that we've already talked about have recorded... This is true. ...this song.
0: Garth Brooks has recorded this song. Yeah. We haven't done an Adele song. Originally released by Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Who uh, gets the award for my least favorite popular artist. So all all of them are on. I'll say it again. You want you me say to say it for again? What,
2: what I would know, Billy Joel I do? It's, he'd probably write another terrible <laughs> song about it. <laughs>
1: Billy Joel?
2: Yeah, take what that, it, Billy Joel. <laughs>
0: His
1: songs are
0: so self-absorbed.
2: He wrote
1: Some one of us of don't have any problem <laughs> with The
2: greatest lullabies yeah. that has ever been.
0: We didn't start the fire?
2: Yes. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's called lullaby. You don't know that song. It's magnificent. It's
0: You got you wanna you wanna chime in on least favorite?
2: No because I hate everything. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a big list. Most I things. hate pop music in general. You really do? I really do.
1: So good to sing to. A...
2: Speaking of feeling your love then. <laughs> when
0: the rain to be a lot of outward energy going from the song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to hold you until you know you're loved, which is smothering, but wonderful.
0: (laughs) The chorus is the wooing part for this person. Like the giving tree, I suppose. I'd, I'd go, go hungry. hungry,
4: I'd go black and blue. I'd go black and blue. i go crawling down the avenue. No, there's nothing that I wouldn't do to make you feel my
0: love. Possibly the same psychological problem there? Or is this said in a way that's
2: worthy? Maybe it's—I mean, it's poetic. Oh no, I think it's the same, same kind of song, same kind of idea. This is the the one difference that you can sort of hold up as the, is it is it this is this is preemptive? Like th- this isn't saying I have done all of these things for you; it's saying I would do all of these things for you. Mm. So it's a—it's a—it's an offer, but it's not as like. Like maybe maybe they're offering more than they can fulfill, which would make it a little more acceptable.
0: Tues have no anchor in the future. This is just right. N- n- you know, writing checks that they're <laughs> they're yeah. not aware of yeah. how this going get cashed yeah, anyway. That's totally possible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they just like they would. There ain't no mountain too high. They would go to the ends of the earth mm-hmm. for you.
0: Yeah, it's all there. I just thought that was a fun little place to land. You got anything? Last words on this?
1: Got this one. No, nope.
0: come on. We have gone around the circle.
1: We did it.
2: We <laughs> made it.
0: Hey, friends, mean the world to us. If you would take two seconds and give us three stars. Oh wait, how's this work out?
1: Five stars or no stars. <laughs> Five stars or don't go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. <laughs> All or nothing. Five or nothing. We just passed fifty stars
0: on. Uh, Spotify. To
1: start.
2: I mean, it's only it's good if it's all if it's all five stars. But if it's they are all five stars, one star reviews. That's a problem.
1: However, let's just say this: the maximum stars on any given platform is the <laughs> amount of stars you would like.
0: that's that's, that's what we want. You can give us stars on your platform of choice, (laughs) however that works for you. You can find all the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org. Music is by the collection and whoever I decide to put as the outro music this week. Uh, Some of you have stumbled upon us on the Patreon. You have decided you just want to contribute to the work that we're doing, and we're just incredibly grateful. If you do Patreon, we're on there someplace. See, that's a, that's, that's shameless, wonderful, Beautiful. super clear oh. self-promotion. Didn't
1: even, I didn't even flinch.
0: <laughs> Kelly, it has been a delight talking about
2: romantic music video.
1: Thank you. You have to say that, but also you're correct.
2: <laughs> it's like, I feel like I want to make t-shirts to hand out to my three friends. Yeah. That says you have to say that, but also you're correct. Yeah,
1: you promised me a patch. You remember that for I being on the show? I do not at all. You don't remember it? No. It's on the recording. No, I have I've a got, terrible memory. I've got receipts.
2: <laughs> I can fix that.
1: Not anymore. It's out there. It's in the it's in the interwebs. Uh oh. So I got you. Got anything else,
0: CJ? I got nothing. He's CJ Wilson. What does he kill?
1: He's fantastic. <laughs> 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 What is he? <clears throat> He's great.
0: <laughs> 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 He's all those things. He's also officially awesome. And I'm Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. Be uh, who you are. It's like the world on fire.
1: She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I
0: can't harmonize.
1: I can't sing, so it's (laughs) fine.
0: (laughs) You want to get married? Yes.